They are back. After a three-year absence, these majestic beasts have made a triumphant return to the American Museum of Natural History. Two new and very crowded dinosaur halls feature around 100 renovated specimens, part of the largest collection of dinosaur fossils in the world. And what's more, they're up-to-date, rearranged to reflect the scientific theory of cladistics. The story that we're telling is the story of the evolution of dinosaurs. When you walk through these galleries, what you see is the family tree of dinosaurs based upon the cladistic theory of their relationships. Cladistics is the study of the relatedness of different species across time, based on the evidence of shared characteristics, which have been handed down by a common ancestor. This approach, pioneered by the museum, is on view in both halls. Here, in the hall of the Saurischian dinosaurs, it's come up with a startling conclusion. We put the birds in this gallery because that they are the living descendants of the dinosaurs that you see in the rest of the gallery. Dinosaurs aren't extinct, they're still with us, we just call them birds today. In the hall of the Saurischians, all the dinosaurs have a common feature, that of a grasping hand. According to cladistic theory, this hand later evolved into part of the wing of a bird. This is a dromaeosaur, and dromaeosaurs are the, the non-avian dinosaurs, which are most closely related to modern birds. Now, this dromaeosaur has a lot of the characteristics that we see in modern birds. The most obvious and most of the characters in general are in the, the front limb, the arm. Notice how long it is. Living birds have really long front limbs, and we just call them wings. This is the infamous Tyrannosaurus rex. In the old days, he was portrayed as a ferocious killer. And now they say he looks like a bird? Well, that's something new. Actually, the theory of cladistics is a controversial one, and some of its assumptions are a matter of debate. Our critics would say that, well, birds are related to crocodiles or some other group. The idea that birds are a kind of dinosaur has been accepted by the majority of people working in the field. Nonetheless, the dinosaur halls are dotted with green warning signs, which point out the assumptions behind many a scientific theory, including this one. We can never prove any theory. I mean, that's the nature of scientific discourse. That's why they're called theories. Nearby, in the second hall, housing the Ornithischian dinosaurs, can be seen the schematic fruits of cladistic theory, a huge genealogical map charting the past. This is the evolutionary tree or cladogram of dinosaurs. They all share this feature, the hole in the hip socket. They then diverge into two groups, the Saurischians, which are in the other hall, and the Ornithischians, which is in this hall, which share the backward pointing extension of the pubis bone. This is the Stegosaurus, and it shows the backward turned pubis bone. You can see right behind the leg there. And within Ornithischians, another feature evolved, which is the uneven enamel on the teeth. This uneven enamel evolved to facilitate the chewing of vegetation for herbivore dinosaurs, and here it can be seen in action. Here's our horned dinosaur, and here you can see the chewing action, where the teeth are really sliding past each other in a slicing motion. So what can we learn from this? Can we make a connection between dinosaurs with uneven enamel and some later species which evolved from Ornithischians? The answer, sadly, is no. Unlike the dinosaurs in the Saurischian Hall, who left their legacy in modern birds, these dinosaurs all died out. They became extinct around 65 million years ago. But the search for clues and answers continues.
What we want to tell everyone is that we don't know everything. The whole study of cladistics and of paleontology is definitely an ongoing process. That makes it sort of exciting. It is. It's not a dead subject. For WNYC, this is Jenny Atia.